Welcome everybody to Disney World A to Z. This is the podcast for all things Walt Disney World from A to Z. We'll take you through the magic alphabetically. My name's Emma. And my name is Josh. Welcome to Wednesday. Welcome to Listener Questions here on WDW A to Z. We're very excited to have you here on the show today. How are you doing today, Emma? Good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. We're giving away uh, we're giving away a gingerbread, a Mickey gingerbread. Is that yeah. right, Emma? Yes. yes. <laughs> Straight from the Grand Floridian. Yes. So if you'd like to get that, I think we'll, we'll announce the winner on Monday. Sounds so um, leave your review on iTunes and you will be entered to win that. I was just looking over some of the reviews and you guys are so sweet. There was one from, hold on, I was finding it real quick, from Rachel. And she says... What, is what did she say? Tell me. Josh and, Josh and Emma make an excellent pair of hosts. Aw, discussion oh. is creative, creative, thoughtful, and engaging. They've done an awesome job cultivating a listener community that is positive, active, and contributes to the conversation. One of my favorite podcasts that keeps the Disney excitement alive. Whoa. Which is so sweet. And I, I love what she said about the listener community because you guys, especially in our Facebook group, are so fantastic. Like, it's so fun to talk to you. And whenever anybody asks a question, like, even if Josh or I don't know the answer, somebody else probably yeah. does or somebody else has experience experience with it so yeah. um it really has been such a, a great community um yeah. to be a part of so and, and a lot of times the questions that we talk about on the show like the people that ask them probably already got like a satisfactory answer and we normally are covering <laughs> it on the podcast for other people that have the question uh so yeah if you want to be a part of that community go uh, sign up or uh, ask to join it uh from the link that is in the show notes for this episode, or you can just go to our website, wdwa-z.com, and there'll be a link there as well. Uh, it's a private page, so we'll have to um, accept you or whatever, but we, we will be happy to accept you. We accept everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Awesome. Okay, well, let's answer some questions here today. This is going to be fun. Definitely. Uh, this is from uh, Stacy. Uh, Stacy wants to know, of the smaller Animal Kingdom street shows, which do you prefer to see? So if you had to pick just one, mm. Emma, which, which one is your favorite? Well, I love the one, I mean, this is probably one of the bigger ones, but that one in Africa where mm -hmm. there's so much dancing and the drums and I just feel like whenever I walk by that one, we don't often stop, but like it, it's like the music from it sort of permeates the whole of Harambe. So like the whole of the Africa areas and you just yeah. like feel like dancing. So I love that one. What is that? What is that one actually called? Oh, gosh, I can. It's, it's. It's. I think it's like a street dance party. Yeah. Harambe uh, dance party. Burudika. I maybe oh, is the name. That sounds familiar. Um. Hmm. St stop here. Stop to hear some of Harambe's <coughs> finest musicians filling the marketplace yes, with lively and fictitious Burudika, rhythms. That's it. There. There's also the one. I think this is maybe not the one I'm thinking of. There's also the one where the guys, uh, like stand on each other's shoulders and do all like the gymnastics style oh. stuff. Um, I don't know what the name of that one is, but that one is huh. definitely my favorite. Uh, is that in Africa? Yes, I in believe Hirame? so. Okay. Yeah, they only perform a few times a day. Um, I'm trying to look it up and just see if I can... Man, may maybe it is called uh, Burudika. Uh, and, yeah. I'm just, and, the, and the picture just doesn't look familiar to me. Uh, but yeah, back in that Africa area, there's a lot of great entertainment uh, going on throughout the day. So definitely head back there if you want to see some free fun yeah. uh, performances going on. This um this is the I think they only have it at night, but this Discovery Island Carnival. Whenever I've walked through oh, okay. that, it's also really exciting and colorful. And I think they have like you know performers out on stilts, and again, just lots of fun music. And yeah, you really can't go wrong. It's it's fun when you discover those uh, mm -hmm. street performers like sort of unexpectedly. You know, you didn't didn't even plan it into your day, but it's uh, so cool to come across them. I think Animal Kingdom has the best like just stuff that you just come across 
that you weren't expecting mm-hmm. to see. I think that like Divine, I love Divine. Yeah, She's that so cool. that too. Another great example. Uh, yeah, where you got just this 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 tree woman uh, who <laughs> blends into the scenery. It's very it's very cool, and it, it's honestly best if if you don't know what we're talking about. If you just go experience it for yourself without anybody uh, explaining it to you, because uh, it's it's really cool the first time. You never forget the first time you see it. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's so much good stuff in Animal Kingdom. If you're if you're looking to just kind of wander around a park and just come across cool stuff, uh, then the Animal Kingdom is the ticket for you. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Our next question is from Whitney. She says we have an eight ten breakfast at Be Our Guest. I was told uh, ex- the buses start running forty five minutes before park opens. What would be my other options? Yeah, that is unfortunately um, kind of the predicament you find yourself in when you have when you need to get to the park before opening. So, mm-hmm. like if you're doing early morning magic, or even if you're just trying to be like I've I've had friends who really desperately wanted to be. Um, you know, do they do this anymore? You know, you know how there used to be at the old welcome show, the 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 family, the like family of the day oh, that yeah, would ride yeah. the train in. They, gosh, they don't do that anymore, yeah. do they? Yeah. But like, I think they would say that they would literally take the very first family that came to the the turnstiles. Oh, that's cool. So, so I I had People a friend who like out at like one a.m. Ex- yeah. <laughs> I don't think they ever came that early, but like 6.30 a.m. Yeah. or something. Like, I That's will cool. be the very first family. But gosh, I guess you don't have to get there early for that anymore. Um, but yeah, anyway, you are going to have to get a taxi or um, there are always taxis at the resorts. Uh, someone at Bell Services can just call one for you. Or, of course, the minivan um, is 20 bucks, and that'll take you from a Disney resort to there. Um, or, you know, like Uber or Lyft. Uh, does Uber run at Disney World? Yeah. yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So now I've but, heard um, I've heard that the buses, even though it's not advertised, they start this oh. early, but they'll start at like six thirty because they know people are trying to get to early dining, at least over huh. at the Magic Kingdom. So maybe something to check on. I I've not personally experienced that. I people yeah. that have have people that I know that have that have done it before have told me uh, that it'll start as early as six thirty. Uh, so maybe something mm-hmm. to check on. But yeah, it, check it, on the buses. Yeah, before yeah, you get in a taxi. If you if you want to make sure you get there on time, maybe hit up an Uber or something like that. Mm. Or a taxi, yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Diane wants to know which on-site resorts are within walking distance of Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Uh, We covered this on Monday, uh, but which ones are those, Emma? I'm just talking about park entrances. So it is Swan and Dolphin, which, of course, aren't official Disney resorts, Mm -hmm. but kind of, kind of, sort of. Um, The Boardwalk and the Beach and Yacht Club. Yes. So everything on Crescent Lake will get you to, you can walk or you can grab the boat to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Yes, that makes them uh, some of my favorite resorts on property, just for that close proximity. There's, they are so fun. I remember I was walking, I was to the International Gateway entrance of Epcot one time and there was a, a family like, you know, talking about how much they were enjoying, they were staying at the beach club, obviously, mm-hmm. and the, the little boy said something like, we're like 20 steps away from Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so excited about it. But you, you, it feels like you are twenty steps yeah. away from Epcot. Yeah, so that's yeah. A, that's so true. And you know, another thing too is that uh, when boy, the real the this real estate is going to be popping uh, when Galaxy's Edge open. I mean, to, when Toy Story mm. Land opens, it's going to be uh, it's going to be good too. But when Galaxy's Edge opens, oh my gosh, it's going to yeah. be impossible to get anything <laughs> at these places. Book early and book often, folks, uh, <laughs> because it's going to be a hot ticket come twenty nineteen. Yeah. All right, let's see. So we have a question from Joanna. She says, when you purchase a four-day park hopper, do you have to use the pass consecutively or can you go two days and take a rest day and then return for another two days? I get this question all the time working with clients. 
I think it's it's you have 14 days to use the mm-hmm. pass, right? Yes. So anytime, and it starts when you first use it. Exactly. So after you've gone in for your first day, you know, you have basically two weeks to use up the, the other three days. Exactly. And it's not, I get this question a lot too, and it's something that I, I have to constantly remind myself that people don't, it is not something people are, are used to. Uh, but when you purchase park when you purchase a uh, multiple day tickets you're not purchasing tickets to a specific park you're not like okay yes. can, can we decide like i'll get an email saying we decided uh, not to go to animal kingdom that day uh do we need to redo our tickets no absolutely not <laughs> you uh don't. you're yeah. you're 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 in great shape because you could it, with a four-day pass four-day park hopper pass you could just stay in magic kingdom all four days and never enter another park that's yeah. obviously a bad use of a park hopper pass uh and you might as well have just gotten a single day pass yeah but uh, or a sing uh, a four day single park ticket yeah. rather I should say. But even if you get the single park ticket, like it doesn't matter, right? Exactly. You can enter whatever park. Exactly. It's right. not like you bought a four day Magic Kingdom ticket. Right. They don't sell one yeah. of those. The, they just sell it to any. The only time you're buying a ticket to a specific park is uh, is if you're buying a ticket to Magic Kingdom. Uh, for a specific day, because yeah. the other the other parks are the Magic Kingdom is more expensive than the other parks. So Hollywood <laughs> Studios, Epcot, oh. and Animal Kingdom are all the same price. So if you go if you look on the Disney tickets website, if you go to buy just one ticket, uh, they'll I, they'll either either be happy to sell oh. you a Magic Kingdom ticket or a ticket to Hollywood hear. Studios, Animal Kingdom, uh, Epcot. Uh, so, so you're saying price. this is a one day ticket, right? These are just the one day tickets. Okay. A, a multiple day. Once tickets, you go more tick more than one right, day, it's then any it's the part. same price, right? So that's that's why okay. they're always pushing for people to buy more than one day passes. Ah, uh, but if you're wow. only going to go one day, then they're going to charge you more to go to Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, and of course, if you buy a ticket to like a party or something, that's also park specific, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly right. Mm. So yeah, it's it's not complicated, but it's I but it also took me <laughs> three minutes to explain. It can it, so. become. All right, what else we got here? Did, uh, did you read the last one? Or did I read the? Yeah, I read the last one. Okay. Uh, Aaron says, "I'd like to know when. Uh, I'd like to know when you think it makes sense to rent a car uh, for you. Oh, wait, uh, to rent a car. For, oh, sorry. I'd like to know when you think <laughs> it makes sense to rent a car versus using only Magical Express. We have two young kids, and when we eventually go, we'll definitely need to do midday breaks. Should we rent a car? If uh, we'll be back and forth a lot, uh, probably just two times each." Day okay, so Emma, I know your family normally rents a car when you go down there, so we'll we'll do we point do. counterpoint here. <laughs> I mean, I feel like most of the reason we do that is because we're going off property a mm-hmm. lot to my brother's house and stuff like oh, that. Right, good point. Um, if we weren't going off property, gosh, I don't know. Of course, parking is if you're a resort guest, you're going to be okay for parking, but if you're not a Disney resort guest, parking is going to be really expensive. Yeah. Um. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it is such a difficult decision to make because the buses can be very reliable. It can also be very unreliable. Right. It's kind of a, a, a toss-up. Um, but I, we definitely have had trips in the past where we didn't do – um, didn't rent a car and just relied on the transportation. Yeah. It just means you're going to have to be extra patient. Um Gosh, I guess I think if you have young kids, I would lean more towards the car just because if they're tired and don't want to have to wait or, you know, just um, it'd be nicer to have that freedom. You know, something I was just thinking about um, 
Something I was just thinking about while you were while you were saying that, uh, kind of uh, along with your same point, is sort of this idea that a lot of times with the buses, like people just expect that the buses are going to do their job, and so yeah. you don't you don't hear about the like ninety percent of the time when a bus shows up within five to ten minutes right. of you getting there. So because yeah. because as soon as you were talking, I started wanting to say, oh boy, yeah, you know, last uh, trip I had to I wait. I put it at ninety though. I put it more like eighty. Okay, fair, fair. And, and like, I'll, and I the thing see. is. <laughs> it's it's just, just within five minutes. I would I would give it like fifteen twenty minutes is okay, when that's is your typical sure. wait, and and it can go way up from there. Yeah, I guess, and I I guess my point is just that you're much more likely like when you were talking i was thinking oh yeah i want to i want to bring up that like last trip i had to wait like 40 or 45 minutes um, for an animal kingdom yeah. bus but that was a clear like miscommunication there was some kind of problem going on um yeah. but th- but the point is is that you're much more likely to hear about the horror stories about waiting on the bus whereas most of the time you're waiting like 15 to 20 minutes sometimes a little bit less than that uh but usually not too much more uh for those buses so you really just kind of have to decide is it is it worth um, how much do you want your time to be worth? And if it's worth the, con- the, the inconvenience of having to pay for parking and keep track of your car everywhere every day. Um, yeah, cause yeah. I, you know, for every like bus story I have, I also have a story of like trying to get out of the magic kingdom, uh, at night with, you know, thousands of people leaving the park at the same time. And we're trying to get on the monorail so I can get back to TTC so I can get to my car so I can get back to the yes. resort. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> just things that go yeah, along with Disney World. You definitely have to be kind of strategic about it and also think about where you're going to want to be. Like, are you going to go from resort to resort a lot? Because then right, that's you probably point. are definitely going to want a car. That's a good point. Because there's going to be a, tr- a lot of transfers otherwise. Um, and also, even if you have the car, like depending on where you're staying or where you're going, sometimes it might work out better to take the bus because the bus... You know, like with the TTC, you won't have to park across the water, you know. So definitely, even if you decide to rent the car, take a look at your plans. You can still use the buses, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can still use the buses for sure. All right. uh, What's the next question we got? All right. So we have uh, another question from Whitney. What happens if you miss your fast passes? Uh Our last day, we have a late flight home, so we are going to try to go to Epcot in the morning. Is it worth it to at least go ahead and book fast passes for that morning? Um, Yeah, I would say definitely. There's no penalty if you miss a fast pass i you, think it's about i think it's a, it. it's a 30 dollar charge right if you miss a fast pass. <laughs> no. <laughs> no they don't care at all um i mean yeah don't, don't if you know you're not going to epcot don't book it but if you you think there's a good chance i would say go ahead and book it um uh in and i think we've said before like sometimes there's a little bit of grace like if you're 10 minutes well usually it's more on the if you're 10 minutes late or 10 minutes early, like at least ask because yeah. sometimes they're, they're able to let you in or, or not let you I've, in. I've checked in. I tested it last time I was down there. I checked in five minutes ahead of time and was able to check in. I've not checked wow. it any any earlier than that, but at least five minutes you can scan I, in. I one time, though, was at Splash Mountain and they made us wait to the exact moment. Oh, and really? Maybe if it's a, a more high ticket ride oh. or like, yeah, they, they wouldn't let us in before. I, I was getting on. In fact, uh, I think I we did tap. Navi River Journey. So th- th- oh, this is wow. the, maybe the maybe it's changed. I don't know. I just yeah. I, I know I stood there and I, I watched the timer. I was like, I'm going to try this at five minutes just to see if I can do it. That's really nice. Uh, and it worked. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe they changed it or maybe it was just in that specific instance it happened to work. That yeah. Day. I don't know. One thing I will say, so this is for a slightly different uh, purpose if you're wondering about missing fast passes, if you're concerned about booking more, um, Mm -hmm. because especially if you're at like a tiered park like Epcot or Hollywood Studios, 
you uh, you know you have those three initial fast passes and two of them have to be lower ticket rides and one of them is the higher ticket ride you you can't book another higher ticket ride until you ride two dud rides um so like so if you missed a a a fast pass in the morning it won't just drop off you're still going to need to um, you know, rebook it or, or change it. And you could even, they're, they're nice about things. Like if you, um, I don't know if you, you really just want to be able to free up your account to like book another fast pass for a high ticket thing. You Mm -hmm. could just tap through at, you know, um, so, so at a lower ride. So what are you, so are you, what are you, so state simply what you're saying here. Yes. Sorry. So what (laughs) it is difficult. Um, let's say you want to have your account free to get like a, like Animal Kingdom, I think is the best part okay. because, like, you probably want a Navi River and yep. a uh, Flight of Passage Fast Pass, and you can't book those two in your three, you know, because they're both right. the highest tier. So let's say you rode Flight of Passage, um, you rode Dinosaur, um, but you don't really want to ride another ride, but you want to be able to check for oh, you know openings. Okay. I got what then you know. what you should do is just like tap through on. Um, or even like, let's say, you know, somebody in your party didn't want to ride Flights of Passage. So you have an extra fast, like, okay. you know, you have one and you want to transfer it. Like you want to do change party. Yeah. You can't change party on that high ticket ride until you tap right. out. Okay. So like you yeah. could just go to Primeval World and like tap the thing and then say, oh, I changed my mind. I don't, I don't want to get sick. Right. On this ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, okay. or like, a, you know, any, like it's tough to be a bug, whatever fast pass you have. Basically, either, either you you miss your fast pass like you like you burn through it or you you just quickly find find a ride uh, well you can't that's the thing though you can't miss it is is it's still on your account are you sure if, if, i, I did if, it last it recently time. changed oh okay no th- on our trip this happened okay because we we had a, a one that we wanted to change party on but we couldn't change party because we hadn't and and and, it, and there was in fact an earlier fast pass that should have fallen off but didn't. So I do think this really? is a recent change. Sorry, this okay. is kind of high level stuff. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no, no, feeling confused. Ready, the people are ready. I'm feeling so, confused So you went right in now. January and you weren't able to like just miss a fast pass and have it exactly. die off of your account. Okay. Yes. So in December I was able to do that. So that's you are so correct. I yes, because in the past it has just died off and we were kind of surprised that it okay. didn't and. Um, we had to just like get rid of it. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, cause my flight came in late and so I just had booked two fast passes for earlier in the day and then I booked frozen for the evening yeah. and then I, and then after frozen, you could book, anything. I was able to book whatever I wanted for the, that's so nice. Yeah. I, interesting. I, I mean, and again, this is obviously changing, so maybe it will change again, but most recently in January, we were surprised that it didn't happen the okay. way Josh All said. All right. Morgan and I are going to um, try this next month and we'll see, yeah. we'll see what happens. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> Hopefully the people understood all that. I know. That was very we, good. We <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. Uh, we got, uh, let's see. We got one more question. What's the last question we got here? All right. Uh, from Diane, she says, leaving in 16 days, we can't wait. What are your experiences with Tree of Life Awakenings? Is it worth to try and catch it? Um, have some half days built into a nine-day trip to give our 20-month-old some breaks. Nice. That would be really nice. Favorite quiet spots in the parks or right near the parks? All right, so should we do the first half of yeah, this um, yeah. first? What do you think <coughs> about you think Tree about? of... Oh, uh, well, I, I love it. I love Tree of Life. <laughs> I don't think it's... It's maybe not something worth standing there and waiting on. Uh, yeah. But I, but part of what's fun about it is that you if it just starts up while you're walking. You know what I yes. mean? Oh, look. Look at the tree. Look at the tree. Uh, so... 
yeah, that that would be my recommendation. I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. fret about missing it, but it, it plays often enough that if you're in the park during the evenings, you should be able to see it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? We um we caught just the tail end of it as we were leaving the park after Rivers of Light, and that was actually a little bit stressful just because yeah. you knew if you left while Awakenings right. was happening, <laughs> like the crowds would be less getting to the parking lot, you know, because everyone would still be watching Awakenings. But as soon as Awakenings ended, it was like oh, but but it is a fun show, and but I think yeah, I agree with Josh. It's more like if you you know if you happen across it, I wouldn't uh, prioritize it. A lot of the fun of it is that it's a surprise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like if it was something that it didn't even advertise and it just was something, I think that would maybe even have more of an impact. If it was the, mm-hmm. if it was a thing sort of like the Magic Kingdom Kiss Goodnight, where it's not oh. really something Disney really talks about, but it happens. Yeah. Uh, that makes it kind of a more special thing. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then uh, quiet spots in or near the parks. For the child, mm. the 20-month-old, needs some breaks. <laughs> well, you definitely have the baby centers, so make sure you look up the locations of those. Those are always probably the quietest places mm-hmm. in the parks because it's literally just moms and babies um, kind of recharging. Um, other than that, like I feel like there can be quiet areas of the uh, counter service restaurants you can find. Like yeah. Columbia Harbor House, the second floor, I feel like it's gotten busier in recent years. But if mm-hmm. you go at the right time, it's really quiet and Pinocchio relaxed up too there. has a second yeah. floor that you, you, you talked about and I went and yeah. checked out and it, it was very nice. It's, it's not as expansive up there right. and it's, it's more it like overlooks the main space. So it's a little louder, right. but it, it still is nice. Um, what other places? Tom Sawyer's it, Island. <laughs> Do you really want to get away? That, yeah. yeah. That, although that's going to be hot. You want somewhere air conditioned. I like the second, uh, the upper area of the train station. Oh, um, that's a good point. Yeah. Because that's owned under the overhang. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, Epcot, I feel like has in the countries, like there are some Epcot, fun little go, spots. Go hide somewhere in Morocco. No one will ever find you. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. And then the resorts are fantastic. Like um, the lobbies of the resorts are beautiful. But then like if you're like, say, the Polynesian, for example, so many of those buildings have like a little lounge on the ground floor, like Tokelau, and that like you can just sit and kind of relax there. And even like at the boardwalk, there are like weird little lounges. um, I think is it the fourth floor or the fifth floor like right off the elevators there's just this really nice little lounge with couches that like anyone can go and sit in yeah. so most, most um, of the resorts have somewhere quiet you can a corner yes. or somewhere you can go sit down and most <laughs> of the parks have a resort very nearby you know what i mean yeah most within so you can just walk distance. over yeah um, yeah just walk right over it yeah that, that's probably what i would say if you really want a quiet spot other than the baby centers just go find a resort in a, a nice little corner of one of the resorts yeah dvc uh, resorts actually are quite nice i feel like they have more areas because mm-hmm. like the beach club dvc area has a really nice breezeway oh, and so community center and like the um i mean kidani village is kind of oh, far away from everything but they have a nice little library i think they call it yeah. with a fireplace um I, I yeah, really like the Beach Club DVC spots. building. I had not actually been in it until my last trip. Yeah, uh, it was very the Wilderness nice. Lodge DVC building. Oh, yeah. Like that's it. That's an amazing place mm-hmm. to hang out because they have so many different rooms with like rocking chairs and fireplaces and cool little train exhibits and lots of cool stuff. So. Yeah. 
Very good. All right, fun listener question episode today. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. So if you have questions for the show, you can uh, email them in by going to our website, www.a-to-z.com. We've got a little contact form where you can ask us questions there. Um, and then uh, you can also uh, join our private Facebook page by going to our website or by just clicking the link in the show notes and we'll accept you. Uh, and then uh, lots of, like we were saying at the beginning of this episode, lots of great questions uh, asked there and you get lots of great answers from a lot of people. It seems, it's pretty cool. Our, our group has gotten big enough now that it seems like there's always somebody from our group that's at Disney World currently. Yeah. So there's always like park photos being It's really fun. Yeah, it's neat. Especially, I mean, we just started this show less than a year ago, so it's cool how much that community has uh, grown already. So uh, yeah, go, go join that page if you want to check that out. We always have a great time doing this show. Um, where can people find us on social media, Emma? Yeah, if you head to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, we are Disney World A to Z. Give us a like, give us a follow. We'd love to see you there. All right, everybody. Hey, we'll be back uh, with F on uh, Monday. And we'll also announce the winner of our big uh, iTunes review contest. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have all that information coming out on Monday. And then listener questions the following Wednesday. All right, everybody. Hey, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Have a magical day. Bye.